0: Somewhere in the back, okay, daylight What's going on, goals and games? Gang, you already know, it's the goon, the monster Nah, I'm just kidding This is Tot Goals, your yeah, fave, corporatepreneur um, Shout out to Trap Art Clothing Um, For my beanie, I'm having a bad hair day a little bit Because I um, went swimming over Memorial Day weekend. So shout out to them. Um, So I'm just gonna be rocking this this episode. uh, And I'll make sure I'll link their um, page in case you think this is super cute like I did and want to get one. It's a ski mask. Um, So of course, again, hot goals your fave entrepreneur i'm back with another episode of somewhere in a bag and of course i got a special guest today we have the lovely amber mitchell from um berry chic and uh we're gonna be talking to her about her new up and coming pop-up series in the raleigh area so as you know i'm a black queen city partner We actually met on Black at a Black Queen City pop up shop. And of course, you know, we love to spread the love. So we're going to talk to her today about her um, pop up series, as well as her business of custom desserts. So without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and join her to the stream. Hello. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Welcome back. laughs> you know what i'm so glad you reacted again i was just telling um uh, gang i was just telling um amber that this is episode four of the official podcast if y'all are ogs and y'all rock with me back when i started this series simply on my youtube channel um i was telling her that you know i'm still trying to figure things out and i saw her reacting um I hadn't brought her into the room yet, but I didn't realize that she <laughs> could hear me still. So that that's good. Yes. That's good <laughs> to know. Yeah, so we're on episode four. Um, I also was telling her, just in case you guys don't know, this um video is gonna be available on um YouTube, Twitter, and um Facebook. And then you can also check out the audio um, on basically anywhere you listen to a podcast. So, um, but without further ado, I already kind of hyped her up a little bit. But um, Amber, <laughs> I'll give you a few minutes. Tell us a little bit about you um, and really what inspired you. Let's start with the the basis because I know the um, the pop-up series is your newer baby. So mm-hmm. let's start with your um, custom dessert business. What what got you get what did what got you started? Making? Oh sure,
1: sure, sure, sure. So um, sure, as 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 our culture, very young age, we're not taught to cook before <laughs> it's a job. So I am uh being a younger kid or being the youngest out of my family, uh the easiest thing to do is to bake. So you can't burn yourself. You can't it's 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 not too many thing mistakes that can go wrong. So um, having a kid mix things or having them participate. So that's what I started out doing was like, like mixing banana pudding, or and my family be happy up. Uh, oh my God, girl! That's so good. As oh, they should, really? as right. they should. <laughs> right? You believe it? You go on with your, you know, go on with your life. So um, it's, uh, and then it became my responsibility for to do res- desserts at like our family functions and things like that but I've never been confident to do anything for anyone as in outside of my family. Cause you know how you keep your, your family lie to you. They lie real quick, just to, just yes. to uh, soften your ego. So, um, actually Facebook got me started. Um, I was a uh, I was just a, a person and my friend from, you know, my friend's sister was graduating and I had a cousin that was graduating as well. So luckily they live down the street from each other. And I wanted to give them a gift that they can actually use because I wasn't sure of what these kids endeavors were, because now kids, they have an option. They don't have a force to, ship to go to college. So I wasn't sure whether they going to college or not because I wasn't giving them no money. I wasn't giving cash. <laughs> I was like, uh-uh, I don't know where you might go. You could be getting lashes and nails. I don't know. And they were both girls. So I came up with this really bright idea. I said, oh, I'm going to dip some strawberries and call it a, call it a day. So I dipped four strawberries for each child, put it on Facebook, and then it, it blew up. It actually people were offering for money. And I said, you know what? What's a good price? Twenty dollars. <laughs> so I started doing twenty dollar dozens and then my phone it, it it got wild. Then more people started to order. And then from there, um, I'm actually from Robinson County, which is a really big um a really big sense of Native American. So since I went to business business school, and I knew I wanted to bake for real, but I didn't have the confidence to to put myself out there. So what I did was I picked a target audience, made sure that that's something that they will like or something that they will buy. And so what I did was I y'all take uh, your notes.
0: Y'all take your notes?
1: <laughs> <laughs> so what I did was this was an experience experiment. This was during the summertime. Uh, we have a festival. And uh, it's called Lumbee Homecoming. And if you don't know what Lumbee Homecoming is, it's like a pop-up, but it's not called a pop-up. It's just simply homecoming. And that's when they have vendors and things like that selling their stuff. But there's also like hundreds, hundreds of people out there celebrating Native American. I said, oh, I got me a target audience. So what I did, I went online, to Facebook, I went to Facebook market, and then I, um, I went online to see if I could put images on strawberries and I looked and looked to see how it worked because I've never seen it done before. And I know other people have done it, but people in our industry, they don't share. So I had to figure out the candy, you know, how to make it stick, how to make the edible image stick. I went to Etsy and then I went and I saw what's called a sugar sheet. So I researched what a sugar sheet was and a sugar sheet is one of those things, those pictures that you get from Walmart for your, your cake and stuff Mm -hmm. that, that technology can go on to anything that's sweet and um solid. So come to find out that I could put edible images on strawberries. Oh baby, we were winning then. <laughs> so I put uh, some dream catchers. I put the logo on there. I put on the on the strawberry. I had a one and a half inch, and it was the logo of their tribe. Now that went wild. <laughs> My phone blew up. So I, I, okay. I'm talking about like I went viral in my sense because it was more than one person who wanted my product. And that gave me the sense of uh, confidence of outside outside people that really supported me. That was not my family. I didn't know these folks, even though we lived down the street, you know, in that area of Robson County. These are people that I have never even knew existed because they believed in my product. And I only started dipping strawberries for, like, a couple of weeks. So then, now I look back at my work and cringe. (laughs) I cringe. So I was so happy that looking back at it, people really did took a chance on me. So then I got more happier. I actually went out and started doing Oreos. So then on that, I start putting the, the, um, the Native American stuff on Oreos and I made platters. I had all kinds of stuff. Like I kept up in the price like people not up in the price but more things that people can buy instead of just 12 strawberries. So I added like little pretzels to the uh, to the mix. It was it was sweet. So um oh uh, what were we saying? Oh, no, I'm sorry. I didn't oh, this. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I started with the strawberries and then I started selling to uh, I had I had more uh, confidence to sell to my family and friends because those are the people that will tell you the truth or if this is good or it's not. So I put it on Facebook, like my actual personal Facebook. But between in between that time frame of me selling and making business, this is when I started making money. Um, you know, when you're a business, you have to actually start, you know, tracking and writing down what you have. No, no pen and paper. I'm talking about like digitally. So then I came with the name. So I went out for a walk. I had no money. I'm talking about nothing because I, I was like working retail, and when you work retail, and you young in your twenties. Them them pennies don't add up, and especially to what you think that you you work in part time. Part time work is a scam. <laughs> so I had no money and. I was actually commuting to work, so I'm living in this town called Red Springs, North Carolina, and I would drive to Fayetteville for work. And that's another story in itself because I was dedicated. I was not trying to stay in no Red Springs the rest of my life. I don't care what a job was.
0: So uh, no, I commu- <laughs> right, I'm yeah, I'm from I'm from Fayetteville. I'm familiar.
1: Oh,
0: yeah, I'm familiar with the area, so I I completely understand. Even if nobody else is watching, I I. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah,
1: so I commuted, and I was spending most of my money on
0: gas, food,
1: and, like, uniform stuff. After when it was done, I had nothing to really show for that I had a job. So um, I actually went out for a walk, and I said, God, if this is for me, show me that this is for me. I need a, a obvious, an obvious sign. Give me a name and give me a way. That's all I asked for. So I went out for a walk. Um just just to clear my mind, thinking that I was gonna get my sign later, you will never believe where I found my sign at. So I was just walking and we have a private school in Red Springs as well. And the school name is like Floor McDonald. So you either you either went to public school, you went to or you went to private. So the private school is really, really nice. They have a, um, a, a park. They got a lake. They got all kinds of scenery. So I wanted to go there just to, um, you know, just to, just to go because it's a really beautiful place. Even though we're in a bad city, but it's, it's the most beautiful place I can ever imagine in Red Springs. So I go there, and I'll, you will never believe what I found. I saw money in the ground. Money is the same color as grass. So I looked, I said, God, is that money? So I ran, like I was, like in public, I ran, like sprinted to the tree and I thought it was like five bucks. I pulled the money back 20,
0: 20, 20. I said, okay. God gave you a, a business loan. <laughs> no, no,
1: no, he gave me a grant. He granted, right. or he a granted grant grant. me a wish, he granted me.
0: You're right, you're right. right. <laughs> he granted
1: me what I asked for and then on my way back, I came up with the name Berry Chic because what I do is very Chic. So I said oh! <laughs> Bingo. So I ran, right, so I ran back home. The next day when it was time for me to go back to work, I went to the ATM. there, Where I am, you can't even insert money into the ATM. That's how prov- I guess poverty. I want to say poverty. <laughs> I'll just call it that. That's how the resources that we don't have, even though I had the cash, there was no way for me to use it online, especially in that time frame that I needed. So like the next day when it was time for me to go to work, I slipped that money in and I had bought start buying buying supplies to better myself. So I started buying edible glitter. And uh so the edible glitter set it off. Boy, I got more orders and more clientele and more people. So, uh, I started serving my community that way. So, then uh, I never felt comfortable with my cakes like, never, ever, 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 ever. So, I got another job in Fayetteville. So, I started working at FSU. Um, so, um, that was even further. Right. <laughs> Graduate there, work there. So, that was further. If you guys know where FSU is, that's close to um, on the other side of Fayetteville, Merkinson Road. I'm from Red Springs, <laughs> that's a whole hour. So I said, God, when is it gonna lighten When are it gonna lighten up? What <laughs> What is, is my load gonna be lifted? So I worked there. And um, so actually this is another, I guess God is just carrying me everywhere I go. So I start working there and I started working in a processing room to, for admissions. And so I didn't see people. I didn't see nobody, no students, nobody, anyone, I would never, Come across anyone except like on my lunch or something. But if I come across someone, I'm not talking, I'm not doing nothing to you. I'm going to eat and, and, and come back. So, or I eat at my desk. But the front desk lady, she, um, she, I guess she had other endeavors. So then they were like, Amber, you want to get to the front? I said, Hell no, I don't want to go to the front, no front desk. But that helped me out so much, even though I don't talk about my business. People knew me from online. So then they started flocking to my job, asking for cake. I said, <laughs> I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't even say, I don't do cake, because I feel like you say no, then you're gonna put a limitation on your talent. And they were like, hey, can you do that strawberry crunch cake? I said, yeah, sure, okay, <laughs> I do that. So I started taking orders from the students, not from the students, but anyone who came across, because they they were already familiar with my work, because I spread it like that online, so then, then from there it just you know it grown from me making strawberries and like basic cakes like, uh, strawberry crunch, Oreo crunch. Then I started to work in um, on personalized cakes because um, some they believed in me that they, they they you know people saw my track record and they're like oh can you do that too. Even though deep down inside it was a hell no. <laughs> it was a no. I don't know nothing. I don't know how to do anything. But we have YouTube and we have resources. So We have you right. Have right.
0: Resources. YouTube yes. you.
1: If you don't look it up, then I no. But yes, even though people won't tell you how to do things like bake wise, there still are resources online. So I started building that way. So Um, then, you know, years later, I finally had enough money to move to Fayetteville, even though it sounds, it sounds weird. I'm moving to Fayetteville, (laughs) but at that time frame, moving to Fayetteville was a really, really big step up. So I continued to use, um, the marketplace and, um, I kept my customers' clientele from Red Springs that will commute or either I commute there and I had started building clientele in, in, um, Fayetteville. So it, it became... It became the the not say the best, but that's how I started to grow was um, on Facebook market. It, it know, I know it sounds weird, but Facebook marketplace is a really, really good uh, place to start out. But now on the marketplace, I'm not getting as much attention as it was back then. But now I guess because of the over-exaturation. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, it, it actually got me where I needed to be. So um, so from then on, I. Um, I started following other people who do what I do, and and believe it or not, this whole—I think I was in business for like two to three years at the moment. I didn't follow anyone who did what I did. I, it's not that I was, you know, jealous or anything. I just, I just didn't know that that was something that other people did. So I started following other people who, who did what I did, and these folks are like YouTubers. They're rich, living in these high-rise condos making these 200 300 cakes uh like one per week or how many per week and and living life. And so I actually got in contact with a um with a, a self-taught baker on Instagram and they had room to um interview people or interview, you know, to interview their work. And so I was like, "Wow, criticism. Do I need it?" <laughs> So uh, I guess all criticism, not all criticism is good, but constructive criticism is what I was searching for. And so then before I had, you know, stepped into the moment of like, all right, uh, am I good or not? So I um, reached out to somebody online that wasn't there for money. They were actually really genuine, caring about, um, you know, cake decorating and things like that. So it was really sweet to talk to someone who, who actually mirrored what I did, but on a professional looking level as I did. And they gave me really, really good, solid advice and what I need to work on, things like that. I mean, it hurt because she really did. tear. She told me down. I was like, damn, (laughs) damn. (laughs) But the way that she explained it, she said, if you show a picture of someone who is cake experience versus someone who isn't, there they won't be able to tell the difference and i was like oh you're right <laughs> you're right so i started to um uh i guess i was searching like niching around to see what what will work and then i'm starting like to niche back down now to actually get to um just get to a better place like you know uh getting the buttercream to be smooth um, getting the cakes to be stacked correctly and things like that. So doing all these cakes, yeah, it's cool. But the fundamentals are are is what you're searching for as well. So that's where I am now. And then um, to make the move from Fable to here, um, I got recon- not recognized. But um, usually when people come pick up, I ask them where they're from. I'm like, hey, where are you from? Where did you find me? And one lady said, Raleigh. I said, you drove from Raleigh to Family to go pick up a <laughs> cake? Are you crazy? <laughs> do you know how many people that you passed? So therefore, I said, oh, I'm special. I need to move. <laughs> right, but wait, real quick,
0: though, did they come with like a refrigerator or something? Because, you know, cakes are, they're finicky. You know what I mean? Like how do all right, safely are. transport <laughs> So um, I actually just
1: give them the information. So cakes, are, if you do them properly, they can actually be be just as strong. So you have to build them so that they are able to commute. But I have seen too many horror stories where they take the cake out the hand and it's over. But uh, yeah, you have to. By the time that you you refrigerate it at a certain point, and they take it to where they have to go straight to the destination. The the uh, out of direct sunlight. It needs to be in the car, in a seat belt, not in the trunk. There's like rules and regulations. You can get, you can transport a cake safely, but you just have to do it in a safe mode. But yeah, by the time that you get to your destination within an hour, it's gonna, it's gonna make it. You can make it.
0: But uh okay, so you might have saw me typing over here. Oh no, nah, because- you're good. Just because you dropped so many jewels, I wanted to make sure we all caught them right. So I'm I'm about to. Re- oh yeah! I'm gonna recap everything I took from, you know, the journey that you took us through from start to now. So yeah, <clears throat> first and foremost, something important you said, and this is for my audience members specifically, anyone who currently has a business um, that's just getting started, or maybe you haven't started yet. Um, what we took away today was that um, we found a target audience. Um, mm-hmm. We found a niche. And then oh, yeah. more specifically, we found um, something that was missing within that niche. So specifically, mm-hmm. um, she found something that was not being done and be- and worked on becoming the best at it. So she tested the market. She saw it. Um, Critiques from family and friends. From that point, she had her starting point and then she diversified by adding more products, um, continued to improve and scale her business. Uh, One notable comment you said was that you look back at your work and cringe. And I think that's absolutely amazing. I I don't want anybody to ever look back on their work and it's the same. So you. we still have a noticeable difference between yes you and, now. and um so there's always sometimes we don't have money um and i don't know um maybe amber you're just special and super special and you know not god god or whomever you believe in the cosmic universe or whomever um may not always Help you in the form of some money on the ground, but Mm -hmm. always um, positive forces. As long as you continue to manifest and set positive energy, positive intentions, whatever that you, whatever you're seeking, will come to you. So, whenever there's um, no money, there's always a way. So, um, oh yeah, being positive. Um, We also. Heard that you are a proud member of YouTube University, as am <laughs> I. Um, I am a fan of um, telling people. Well, in my particular industry, with me doing content creation and brand consulting, mm-hmm. um, I will a lot of times say, "Yeah, I can do that confidently." I've never done it before, but I got—I'll <laughs> be a hundred percent honest, and I'll be like, "Look." I promise you I'll get it done and Mm -hmm. um, we can work something out. Uh, Maybe I might do it on a discounted or even sometimes just off the strength. I might do Mm -hmm. it for like, you know, like just like a sample, like, hey, if I do a great job on this, tell a friend to tell a friend. And Mm -hmm. um, so I am a proud member of YouTube University as well. Um, You mentioned. Um, FB Marketplace, so I do agree that it is oversaturated, but Mm -hmm. that's the importance of as a business owner, you got to keep your eye out on um, the landscape of social media because Mm -hmm. you can literally capitalize off of, if you have the right ear to the ground, um, imagine if somebody put a bug in your ear, um, what's it been, like a year and a half, maybe two years ago um, Mm -hmm. on TikTok, when everybody's oh, yeah. laughing at tiktok but P- tiktok is making people millionaires right now especially business owners so oh, yeah you, so you want to keep your eye on the ground as far as um social media your eye on the ground your ear on the ground y'all know what i mean <laughs> i knew <Yeah>. <laughs> um let me see follow other people who do what you do Find yeah. community. So you did. I'm glad you you kind of circled back on that cuz I know initially you mentioned that people in our industry don't share, don't like to share. And no. that could be that could be said amongst many industries, but just as many people that are kind of stingy and closed-fists that you can find out there in the industry, there are also people equally um the and opposite. Giving. Yeah. Right. So I'm glad you were able to find someone that could essentially mentor you and kind of give you, you know, um, that positive and those positive feedback, but also the opportunity areas. And then so you recognize mm-hmm. those, you put them in, you improve them, and like you said, you mm-hmm. focused on fundamentals and rinse repeat. So pretty much in um Amber's journey from start to where she is now, she definitely mm-hmm. gave us a blueprint on. What you can do in order to scale your existing business. What even if you don't make cakes, I feel like a lot of these takeaways are applicable to whatever industry that you might be in. For so sure. Thank you so much yeah. for sharing. We really appreciate. Oh yeah. For sure. For sure. Um. So really quick, I know we're coming up at. Um, well, there's really no time here, but. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. But I know we. Sp- mostly on your custom dessert business now if you want right. to switch gears again
1: oh yeah that's true that's true we can do that
0: um so here
1: right so here I moved to February um, I moved to, moved to Carry but I had I got a serious job too I don't be relying on on, on just one income so I have to like work just like regular people. So I do work. um, I actually applied for a job in Raleigh, but I've been applying for jobs up here since like 2018. I know it sounds like a long time ago, but it really, really wasn't. So these people be, I'm talking about salaries. They, they be holding on to these applications until they need them. So what happened was the pandemic happened, of course. And then the job that I was working for is a state job and they needed folks. And they were, they called me. I said, hello. And they're, I said, wait a minute. I, I applied for this job damn near two years ago. What are you
0: mm-hmm.
1: calling me for? Mm-hmm. I don't work by so many other places. So I, I took it. And I said, here I, here I am again, God. I said, God, if I commute from Fayetteville to Raleigh, and if anyone doesn't know, they had just built a highway because um, I was living on what's called Raleigh Road. And from Raleigh, there's the highway because cause Fort Bragg is there. There's like an like expressway. So it takes under an hour to get to Raleigh. They took about three years to make this highway. I I didn't know I needed it. So they called me up and they were like, hey, you know, you you want the job? I was like, sure. I didn't tell them I live in Viv. I was like, yeah, I want it. Sure. So um, I took the chance. I said, God, if I I stay at this job, whatever is on the other end, I deserve it. I deserve it. I'm going to keep my head up. I'm going to drive every day. Even though it, sound, it sounds like a lot, but people do it one hour there and one hour back. But I was just one of those mean people in the office. Don't talk to me. Don't look at me. Don't do nothing. Because I have to go home immediately. After 5 o'clock, I'm out the door. So it didn't even take a year to go um, uh, digital. So we were there. And the virus got so bad where they had, they were like, oh, you, everybody got to go home. You, you must leave the office. So I had to take my big old desktop and truck it back, truck it back home, and that was like the biggest blessing I've ever received because I was trying to hustle the office with desserts, but I didn't even get a chance. So, um, so I go back home, and uh, and then my apartment burns. So, not my whole apartment, but the apartment complex had burned. So I was out of um, a place to stay. Well, in February. So I took the stuff, took my stuff out of the apartment, and I had to move back to Red Springs. So after all of this just trucking and bucking and trying to get to another city or trying to uh, get to where I want to go, I actually uh, suffered a a setback. So staying at home, my mom wasn't bad, but it wasn't delightful, but it was just a change of gears. So the people that I was serving to in Red Springs, it was like I just picked up where I left off. It wasn't uh, it wasn't hard to do what I needed to do. So but the only thing is I just had to buy a separate refrigerator because my my mom wasn't having it. She wasn't having no no bacon stuff in her refrigerator. So I had to like go out and get equipment for just for that. Uh, So I kept my stuff in storage because I knew um, that I wanted to move to Raleigh or move to this area one day. So um, that was just the cheapest. That was the fastest thing I could do just to serve myself at the time. So I only stayed in Red Springs for, like, um, six months just to, you know, look. And this was before the housing market got bad. <laughs> so this was during the pandemic, getting a place. I got the place. I moved to Raleigh. I moved to Cary because Raleigh was just, I don't know how they do it. I don't know how they do it. I It, 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 it wasn't giving. It, I'm for real. I look at, I go to tour, and they be, like, a $1,000 to $1,200. And I'll look at the person who's renting. I'll be like, are y'all sure? Are you serious? Well, what you're asking for is twelve hundred dollars. I don't think so. So yeah, I just started venturing out, and I saw Carrie uh, was a good, like a you know, a good place. I was like, ah, Carrie ain't that bad. I guess move to Carrie. And then um, that's when I found out about uh, the pop up market here because um, it's not popular in Fayetteville. Uh, the culture is not as popular or saturated as here in Raleigh. So I found a company who do them. I'm like, oh shoot, y'all got a company? And that's all y'all do is pop-ups. Me, as an outsider looking in, I'm thinking that's easy. And it's really not. They just make it look easy because they have the resources to do so. So when I first got here and I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to these pop-ups and I'm going to succeed. Wrong. (laughs) Here in Raleigh, there's a lot of people who do business and there's a lot of business owners. Mm -hmm. So, what I the wall that I hit was um, it was a um waiting list. I had no idea that these pop up folks had waiting lists. I'm like, wow, y'all are out, y'all are, y'all have so much business that you can't even consume it all. That is phenomenal, fantastic. I want to be just like you when I grow up. So, I So I took their, um, instead of trying to get in, like, you know, watching the club while you're trying to get in, I started to be a customer. For real, I joined their mailing list. I, um, so I went to their events on the weekends they had at Raleigh. So I took notes. They had um, singers. They had, you know, they had local, what their thing is that they support local people. So they do like live singers, live whoever want to do talent. They did that. They had like guitarists and things like that. Uh, they had a lot of people who, you know, was doing pop-ups or people who were doing vendors. And I was like, all right, you got 30 vendors. Uh, you got all these people times 65, however, you know, whatever the, the rate was. And I said, dang, they made X, Y, Z dollars today sitting on their ass. I need to do that. yeah because even though i i waited but i don't want to wait i could not wait so in order for me to even inhale what they do i decided to just join them so i'm telling you i went to the events i just wrote notes on keeping an eye out on what they do so that i can do it too so i said all right i I can't wait for y'all but when I did do the pop all I only did one pop-up with the company. And when I did do the pop-up, I actually sold, like, two items. And I wanted to cry. Like, I really, really, really wanted to cry because of what actually happened. And I said, God, what happened? What happened today? I'm usually doing well. But I hate to bring race into it. Uh, this city is not for us. This city is for them. So when it came down to products and things that they like. No, they're going town. They're, they're, they're getting their desserts from Shay Shay, Fufu, and Poo Poo down the road and not from Amber Mitchell. I said, okay, I have to make a name for myself, but how do I do it? How do I get people to buy stuff from me who do not know me? So, this is a brand new market, whole new people, million dollars walking around every single day on the streets of Raleigh. I said, okay, how do I get inside of their pockets? What do I need to do? So I, uh, I created my own market. <laughs> so I said, all right, we're going to make a market and we're going to not niche it where it's for black people or it's for white. Uh-uh. It's for everybody because all, all of it's green right now. I don't care if mm-hmm. you're what you are. If you make stuff, you're with me. So I made this company called Makers United because we are all makers coming together to do what we need to do, which is sell stuff. So I did more market research. Um, So I went to um, more markets, more markets, more people who are doing what they do. So I found about three other people who do markets in this area. I'm like, dang, y'all can afford to do that? Because, you know, when other people are doing the same thing, it's like, well, how are you making money? It's because it is a uh, it's a demand. People love homemade stuff here. So I said, all right, good. I found more people who do that. I went to their markets. I participated. I, I think I participated like two times, but it still wasn't good because they, it's like people really are scared to buy desserts. I said, all right, I'm going to find a way. I'm going to find a way. So I found a uh, market that does really well with what I sell. And it was another, another black girl. And so I started doing her markets and, um, and it was in Durham, so I was doing stuff in Raleigh, but I haven't really hit the market in Durham yet. So I went out to Durham, and that was the most money I've ever made in uh, a pop up. I said, "All right, I gotta do it again. I gotta do it again." And then, so I said, "All right, what's the number to this to this to this park?" So I called them up. I said, "Hey, I want to do a market," and they they I would I sound so confident over the phone. We met in person. She thought I had a whole company. I said, "No ma'am, it's me. It's me. I'm in. I I am the company so uh, I did my very first pop up within like four weeks or three weeks within the time frame of making the website making the logo um, having and then I kept all the cards of all the people that that I've ever met at the pop ups so when I was going to their pop ups, I was getting cards for from them so I had I had like over a hundred people's information I was shooting my shot to everybody in there so my first for my first pop up, I had like thirty vendors, okay. thirty vendors at sixty five dollars. I said, I am successful. This is it. <laughs> I have reached the top. <laughs> yep. But I only reached the surface. So um, so say for instance, when I would go to other people's pop ups, I would take their DJ's name. I would take their if I would take all the people who wrote stuff in the information. So when it was time to roll out, I had uh, an army. So, when I had uh, got my DJ, he was actually a kid. Like 17, 18. I didn't know he was young. Um, cuz he was cuz I was asking many other DJs how much. They was giving me a quote of like $1,200. I said for a day? I said, "Uh-uh." <laughs> you are eating profit. So, <laughs> I wasn't about to have this joint without a DJ. So I found the kid. I didn't even, I, I'm telling you, they like, through my list this was a whole child and he was asking for a really good amount. I thought, oh, you affordable, let's go. So I did my first pop-up and it was successful with the vendors, but I still wanted uh, more people to come. So the way that it worked out is that the park, excuse me, the park in Durham is um, around neighborhoods. So neighborhoods, so that area, because Derm is for, it was for brown people until they came in, gentrified it and thought Derm was cool and cheap. They built more, they built more apartments and those apartments are no longer affordable because we don't live there. But when people hear the music, they come downstairs and that's, that's what they live for, for that. So that's where I got my people from because I don't know anyone and I don't know how to market just yet. But so my best bet was to have a pop-up where people lived. And that worked out a whole lot. So I really didn't work. I really didn't um, have a lot of people, but it was still somebody there. And um, me being so kind-hearted, I want my vendors to actually make money there. And they and I got really good positive feedback. Um, But some vendors didn't do well because I'm like, y'all, y'all selling vintage clothes, and that's it. (laughs) Yeah, y'all ain't selling nothing else. Um, Yeah. Right, but in my heart, I still want people to do well, others. So therefore, that's why I met you. My goal was to help other help businesses help themselves. So I successfully did that, and then I had another one. Um, so I was trying to book again with Derm, and Derm somebody came and bought like the whole weekends until the um, fall. So I'm having an issue right now trying to get a venue space because somebody bought up the park until it was cold. So Uh, I don't. uh, Right. So I don't even have a venue right now, but I still work on that later because it's summertime and it's hot as hell. And I think I want to take another break over the summertime, (laughs) then give myself some time until, you know, until winter comes to uh, get that market back up, get the market again. So we had our second market at this place called Durham Bottling Company, and that was phenomenal. It was inside. It actually rained because I booked it for my venue was supposed to be outside. And that's what my contract was signed for. And then it started to rain. It was like, hi, um, we're just going to go ahead and put your vendors inside. I said, oh, yes, good. So it actually became really, really intimate. People were um, they were so fond of the artists that were there. But I haven't yet got anyone to like sing or rap. And I'm starting to think that people don't want to do that. I'm like y'all, y'all, y'all are big celebrities on the internet. Why don't y'all wanna do this in person? But <laughs> right, but the DJ he he rocked it out anyway. but It didn't make me miss a live singing, but people were really intrigued with the with the closeness and with the um with the uh, artists doing their live work. I said I didn't plan this, but it happened. So that was my second event, and it did really well again. So. Uh, I'm trying to get that place going, but I'm still doing market research on how to make myself successful and other people as well, because I went to what I said I wanted to do at Derm Bottling Company. So Derm Bottling is just a is a it's just a building that has shared office spaces. And on sometimes on the weekends, they just rent out the space for vendors to do pop ups and stuff. But I still want everyone. I, it's like. Trying to have that connection where people come and flock to your event—that's the thing that I'm having an issue with right now. But it's not a problem. But it's like I still want—I still want people to show up to my to my event. And the idea that I had was a um a day party, charge people, day party, do something, have some, have a headliner. And so before I did that, before I even came up with it, before I even rolled out the idea, I actually went to a party like that. So I went to um Greensboro. So some some uh there was this company called I don't know like Girls Rock or something, something flower girl. And I found them on Instagram. I said, oh, they're doing music and vendors. Let me see how that works out for me. I'll go to Greensboro. If y'all know what Greensboro looks like or what type of Greensboro is, it's a hood. The ho- I, I, the whole city to me is hood. I, I haven't been to no pop-up yet where it's been Phenomenal, fantastic, all these good things. But I went to Hood City, Greensboro. I went down there and did the pop. <laughs> I Hopefully
0: went down there. nobody from Greensboro is watching right now. <laughs> no, if
1: they get offended, they lying. They lying. <laughs> um, so I went to Greensboro, did my thing, and I was not successful. I'm like, wait a minute. What's wrong with me? But coming to find out, the people were there for the music. They were there for the experience. They were not there to shop. So I said all right, here we go again. I'm going to start niching down again, especially with the market because I feel like that's more expensive. Uh, is Spending other people's money is expensive. You always want to serve what you're what you're telling your people that you're going to do. Uh, and just like you say, you laughing at TikTok, I just saw some girl get drugged out. Oh, uh, about lying about a pop up cuz she was taking the money and and didn't do the and didn't do the event and mm. I said, lord don't don't, don't I don't want to be that person. I don't I don't want to get dragged by a random Vinda on on TikTok. Don't let that be me. Don't let that be me. So, I decided to I, I want to be successful. And if being successful means studying a little bit more, taking a little bit time off and actually doing the research, I'll do that. I'll do that than wasting other people's time, money, and energy. Because I'm ready to fight. <laughs> when I don't make money,
0: I'm ready to fight whoever.
1: I'll be like, who Who is this? <laughs>
0: Yeah. For real, just, yeah. okay, okay, cool. Yeah. So, you, know, you took us through two journeys today. We found oh, out yeah. how, how uh Berry Sheet came to be, also, um, how Makers United came to be. Right. I feel like, yeah, as far as your Makers United journey, what we what I took away was market research, market, oh, research, yeah, market research and trial and error. A lot of times, oh, yeah. Um, uh, so, again, uh, mentioning where where it all began or where you and I connected, Black Queen City, mm-hmm. uh, my business partner, Tatiana, uh, we were just talking about on uh, our Tati Tuesday. So we go live on Instagram um, every Tuesday evening. Mm-hmm. And we were just talking about... Um, uh shoot i lost my train of thought um no way it was something about trial and error I was gonna say um mm-hmm. oh yeah trial and error like um a lot of somebody asked us what advice like would we give for, to somebody who was thinking of starting something and mm-hmm. I think that that's like a general consensus amongst all entrepreneurs that i know or have ever interviewed um mm-hmm. and you to Echoed it today, and everything you share, which is pretty much you can have everything planned to a T. I mean, down to this podcast when we first started, I said, Look, I don't even really have an outline like that for real. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: Ever goes according to plan. And once you once you get used to that, then oh yeah, just going with the flow, everything else literally just falls into place. You'll you'll lose your hair trying to get stressed out about oh this needed to happen at this time and this needed to happen at this time it's not yep. you can write it down in the most write it down as many times as you want type it out put it in the planner put it on a, a project management tool it's not gonna go like that so go with the flow market research if you want to minimize your risk but Yes! Please! <laughs> Scared money don't make money. So the only way that you're going to be successful is if you just jump out there and understand mm-hmm. that there's going to be some variables, obstacles. Trial and error, baby. Just ride the wave. Go oh, the yeah. Wave. oh yeah. I appreciate for sure. your time today. So we want to make sure that people know... Uh, let me switch my banners again here. We want to make sure that People know where to find you. So y'all see, um, we have her website going across the screen right here. So that's www.berrychicnc.com. Mm-hmm. If you want to learn more, go ahead and tell them where they can find you on your socials.
1: Oh, yeah. So um, on Instagram, it is uh, Barry Chic underscore NC. And you can find me on Facebook as verychicnc um, without the underscore.
0: And that's where I am. All righty. And for me, again, I'm Todd Goals, your fave corporate door. You know, I'm always bringing you that motivational and that entrepreneurship content. You can catch me at www.freegoalswithaz.com. You can follow me everywhere at Tot underscore goals. That's literally everywhere, even on TikTok. Because I will say, I was one of the ones who was like, I'm not getting on TikTok. And now I'm crying because I didn't, it's oversaturated and I didn't. Oh,
1: you know what? You're not oversaturated because I just started TikTok last year just for comedy. And then I actually okay. started pushing towards business. Okay. And, and folks are actually eating it
0: up. Okay. It's yeah. not
1: oversaturated yet. Girl, just go ahead and throw yourself out there.
0: Just go not ahead and do yet. it. I think, not well, yet. What I think I'm meaning is, um, if I had jumped on sooner, I probably would be viral by now. And I will say, (laughs) consistency is key. And I I know uh, some of y'all already follow me on TikTok. And I have like a mixture of content on there. So Mm -hmm. I know I don't post enough. Um, Content is king. Again, that's another way you can put it in your pocket. So. Um, But yeah, follow me on TikTok anyways I'm going to start posting more I promise, guys Oh yeah, for sure Don't get on me too bad Um, So, and per usual um, I want to remind All of my listeners, audience out there That you don't have to be great To start But you have to start to be great And I hope y'all have a great 24 On the gang And I'm closing it out Thank y'all for tapping in Oh yeah, Bye. thanks Bye, Bye. F-R-E-E-G-O-A-L-Z dot com Somewhere in a bag Where you at, where you at Drop a pin, send the addy. Yeah, I'm somewhere in the back. Okay Somewhere in a bag. They like hey, where you at, where you at, where you at? Drop a pin, send the addy. Yeah, I'm somewhere in the back. Okay They like